astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Uh, today we are discussing all things Virgo season. Yay! I think it's hard to believe that we've been doing these for a year because yes. Virgo is the last one that we haven't covered in yes. this 30-minute format. Yeah, time has flown as usual. <laughs> right. Um, so we have some new exciting things as we move into Libra season, um, kind of a new format for the next year as to how we will cover all the signs. Uh, so first to begin with Virgo season, uh, Virgo season usually starts around August 23rd and runs through September 22nd. That can change by a day or two, depending on what year we're in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's kind of pumpkin season, you know, pumpkin spice. Yeah. Have you seen something about think Starbucks is already introduced here in August that you can get pumpkin this or no it was the other the the donut place the other you know like Duncan or Duncan yeah okay. Duncan is now introduced all right they've introduced their pumpkin early and I thought oh perfect Virgo Virgo is transitional it's That's a mutable true. sign yeah right mm-hmm. so it's just so interesting that it, it's one of the big introductions to the fall season yeah it transitions us from summer to start to get the feeling of like, oh, ball, get my different clothes out, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's so interesting how much you can learn about astrology just by even understanding the seasons like that we actually live through. Yeah, when I saw that in the news this past week, they were making fun that, oh, so early. But no, it's not. We're in transition season. Introduce this concept now, right? Get ready for fall. That's true. Like, you know, all the stores will have halloween up by the right. time virgo season is oh is easily started <laughs> right yeah um so i think there's a lot of things that we already think about virgos you know they're really kind of known as the detail oriented ones so yes. i thought let's go into some detail about maybe why they get that yes exactly exactly well i think the word would be perfection maybe a word to start with okay. is that you know sometimes you're coloring in the lines but maybe you go out of line just a smidge and uh, that Virgo energy is one to say oh you went out of line they kind of point out where basically you could have done better right it's like a teacher saying well this is a good report but you could have done better if you put this or that or added this thought into it so they have a tendency to come in pretty much no matter what level you're at Mm -hmm. and suggest some improvement yeah, I think they want to improve the conditions. Yeah, and 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 better yet, they're really into um, the people. They're into not just themselves. They're into no, everyone should get this treatment, or you know, you should include that for everyone. That shouldn't be something extra you have to pay for. They're really interested. There's a, there's a great uh, line underlying humanity mm-hmm. in Virgos. Yeah, I think when we like talk about them being oh detail oriented or they're going to point out what's wrong. Right. Um, some people might think, gosh, that doesn't sound very friendly. Right. Yes. <laughs> right? right. But I mean, all the Virgos I know, they have a way of of doing it. I don't mm-hmm. feel like 
they're usually coming in saying, you did that wrong. Right. You no. know? <laughs> yes, right. No, no. Generally not. I mean, I'm sure there's occasions where that flares up. Sure. But um, uh, they just, uh, they're sensitive to the details. So they're, they're going to be the ones maybe that say something that everyone else is thinking. True. Like, oh, that music is too loud. Well, they're apt to say something about it. True. Or the idea of, oh, you know, you're miss- you're, one of the pages is missing. You know, uh, they're, they're going to say it. Right, where some people might just, you know, be quiet about it or yeah. Yeah. pretend like they're confused. Mm-hmm. The Virgo might speak out to make things mm-hmm. better, to make things more organized, to mm-hmm. clear up the meaning of something. Yeah. Yeah. So they can have good ideas. Clearly, they want to clarify things, give more better meaning or make it easier, make it better. Yeah. You know, so again, sometimes the information is delivered to the wrong person, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes someone may say something, well, that could have been different. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't, wasn't in control of that. Right. So that's where it gets sometimes like, don't, don't attack me. I didn't do that. I didn't come up with this. Yeah. Right. I'm just doing what I'm told. So that's where sometimes the Virgo can get into the uh, demanding, picky area. Okay. Because they may be talking to the wrong person, the person that can't do anything about it. I see. Um, so when we think about Virgos in the astrology wheel, Virgo rules the sixth house. Right. Um, so we have to throw health care in because health, sixth house rules health care, food, nutrition. Um, so... I would think for Virgos, healthcare is very important, both mental and emotional. Yes, yes. And we're going to talk more about them later, but I'd throw it in right now. Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Prince Harry's a Virgo. Well, you know, he's really gone out there speaking about his own mental health. Yep. He's ta- talk, talked already about the mental health of his children. Mm-hmm. And again, royal family scenarios, whatever. <laughs> he's right. concerned about how that would affect them. So obviously he took action yeah there it is he you on some level you've been virgos you're being given a privilege to open up these uncomfortable topics about health care just in general mm-hmm. your aches your pains your diseases symptoms yes but also your emotional state of mind the mental state of mind yeah and you might be thinking well i mean everyone should be worried about their mental and you know, emotional health right. or physical health, right? But I would think Virgos have more of like a platform where like Virgos might be more successful in the spa industry where they are oh. helping other people like emotionally relax or they might get more into supplements where they have an, a whole counter filled with all these are all the different things that I take and, and they're very knowledgeable about all of them. Oh yeah, or essential like, oils, prescription drugs. They may know the... Oh, this, you know, they might know the side effects right. off the top of their head, what happens or how that is affecting the, the body. Yeah. And I think when you gave that example about um, Prince Harry. Harry, that he probably will be very successful he, with yeah. that well, because he, he, he's a Virgo. Yeah. He can get away with talking about that. You right. know, somebody else could get laughed like, oh, they're weak. Right. Oh, right. your mental health. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, there is. Yeah. Right. You know, we're not quite there yet where it's totally acceptable in all circles. But I just wanted to go in as well that Virgos specifically um, rules the intestines. And this sounds technical, but the intestines, I'm not a, 
you know, medical person here, but you're not a Virgo. Yeah, I'm kidding. Not a Virgo, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. But you know, the the intestines are where we sort. The body sorts out. Oh, we'll keep this. We can use this, and oh, we'll discard that. So the intestines are very discriminative in a very healthy way for the body, mm-hmm. right, to to act. So it's the same thing that, in short, Virgos take on that discriminative, and I don't mean it in the social sense of right. discriminating against right. races or things of that nature, but the idea they're discriminating about, you know, what do you need and what you, oh, you don't need that extra sugar. You don't need, you know, that much coffee in a day. Mm-hmm. Right, they're they're discriminative in that way. They're sorting out the Virgos. You know, there's there's humble servants. Right. I'm sure there's a few out there that have big egos, but for the majority of they want to serve. Yeah. They want to work. Yeah, and I think in doing so, they really raise the standard. They do. Yeah, yeah. they they do. They they groom us almost, groom us to how we can be better, or live a better life. Yeah. Um, we also have to look, so we've talked about the house, we've talked mm-hmm. about the sixth house. Um, we also need to talk about the ruler of Virgo is Mercury. Yes. So the planet Mercury. So you, you guys are all probably pretty familiar <laughs> with, with that planet, but because Mercury rules things like, um, wheels, errands, transportation, um, we can even talk about obviously communication. Yeah. By communication, I mean, just being able to stand in the queue for the checkout and start talking to the person next to you, mm-hmm. right? That ability to just chatter, I Small say. talk. Small Absolutely. talk. Yep. So it can give um, Virgos great interest in these things. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Anything with wheels, generally they have some interest. You know, we can go from, obviously, cars would be obvious one that they might have more interest in, but even bicycles or even um, treadmills, mm-hmm. you know, things that give that sense of motion. Yeah. Uh, the, any of the mutable signs are all about transition. And Virgo is a, tra- is a mutable sign. So it's all about where are we going. Yeah, I, w- I can think of a couple of Virgos, and I feel like they really like running errands. They yeah. might not admit it. All of a sudden, but... <laughs> running errands is kind of a, thing, a fun thing for Virgos sometimes, yeah. you know? They or... like to be an out and about. Yeah. So let's now talk about um, the three different types of Virgos. So we're going to mm-hmm. break it down based on the degree um, that your sun sits at. So if you know your sun degree, you can just automatically figure it out. Um, if not, we're going to give you some dates. Again, yes. they might vary by a day or two. So Exactly. You know, you're on the, again, yeah. on the hedge there, on yeah. the uh, dividing point there. August 23rd mm-hmm. to September 2nd yep. is... Basically, if you're born on those days, your sun sits in somewhere between 0 to 10 degrees of Virgo. Right. So, again, that's August 23rd to September 2nd. Yeah. And um, So you'd be considered a Virgo Virgo? Yes. A Virgo Virgo. Virgo. Mm -hmm. A little stronger. So you might really relate to everything that we've talked about, being Mm -hmm. that double Mm -hmm. Virgo energy. But they may be a little more quiet. Mm-hmm. They may not be as, they may, they may mutter under their breath or they could have done it better. <laughs> you know, they could, they may not make the scene, so to speak. Uh, or they may tell somebody else, third party, they should have done it this way. They should have okay. done it that way. They may have a little more decorum about them. Yep. Um, we can see maybe a lack of well, self-confidence. Maybe that's what you're kind of saying by not yes, wanting to right. take the stage, not wanting to kind of lead with yourself. 
Yeah. And they generally like to work with other people. Right. Right. They, they're not interested in like, I'll tell you, you know, follow my lead. Yeah. Yeah. So they might feel more comfortable in the group. Yes. And then helping with the group's goals and objectives together. Yeah. Not just taking the stage. Right. Uh, the next group we're going to talk about September 3rd to September 12th. Um, or if your sun sits at between 10 degrees and 20 degrees of Virgo. Now you're um, kind of like a Capricorn-inspired Virgo. Yes, yeah. So we have much more focus on what's pr- what's practical, maybe even more interested in the business side of things of, okay, where are we going to put our money and what's that return going to be or what, how much am I going to have to do for this amount of, of um, pay? More real, you know, more, uh, well, as I said, practical. Yeah. Um, they would make excellent teachers. Yes. Um, they might be a little bit more blunt or even practical in their speech. Yeah. Because it's, they're ruled by Saturn, they're apt to be more a sense of, I have experience in this area. No, that doesn't work. I've done it before. Yeah. So again, it's just their experience and uh, their their language gets a little more harsher, certainly than that, you know, August 23rd to September 2nd group. Yeah. I would also think that they need a more structure, that they might have um, very like rigid days. Like I get up at this time and then Mm. I do this activity and then I do that activity. Oh, that's a good observation. Um, Because that Saturn does rule structure and that Saturn's a very adulting planet. So when you bring that in on top of the Virgo, again, it can make you... um, the the expert maybe in a lot of areas especially i would think when it comes to to health <laughs> yeah well that could be as well but i was just thinking you know if even when you're a child you already have this yep so if you have a child that's a virgo they may take the business of going to school seriously oh, oh yeah right i can't be late i can't call in sick today mom i gotta be there True. right yep uh, they take the business of whatever they're in seriously so it goes right down to you know elementary education high school that type of thing doesn't make them a perfect student no but they might really even thrive just because of the structure of school again there's a start time there's a lunch period there's a recess there's a test yeah exactly (laughs) and one of the other more sensitive areas this group september 3rd to september 12th it's a little more prone to going into the getting the blues or and again i'm i'm trying to avoid the d word depression mm-hmm. because uh we now we know there's clinical depression i'm talking about just feeling low i'm feeling yeah. down type of thing so they can sink they can go but they go from this highly structured world into that like because you don't think of depression as being very structured well i mean i feel like that virgo and capricorn energy is that's some heavy structure, yeah, <laughs> some heavy standards yes, to hold up yes, to. Yes. And so I would think that it's just like, just allow me to kind of veg out and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and step exactly. back from all of this. Okay. The last group that we're going to talk about is September 13th to September 22nd. You would fall into the last um, grouping of 20 degrees to 30 degrees of Virgo. And um, this grouping is ruled by Venus. Very so, nice. So you'd Very be a Taurus-inspired nice. Virgo. Exactly. So That already sounds so much lighter. It does, doesn't it? The the last um, grouping that we talked about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we might see um, a little bit more um, artistic inclinations coming through with this group. Right. They would have a, probably more of a keen eye 
-hmm. like oh my gosh that color is not quite right or oh in that design they could have used a little more flourish they could have used a little more shading right they're they're more critical now they may not be saying those things out loud to everyone else because it's ruled by venus uh so uh they may be a little more friendlier in in how they deliver their information um maybe softer softer you know it oftentimes means again just a uh, someone who is interested in keeping it light, yeah, keeping everything in light. I mean, I, they could make a great interior designer too. Oh, oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. have an eye for it. Yeah, yeah. This this uh, September thirteenth to the twenty second may not be into routine. They may need a little more. No, we need something fun happening today. We can't just do all this. We can't work from eight to five. We need to have you know, donuts, we need to go out for a <laughs> uh, drink afterwards. We have to put them some fun into the day. Yeah. But they definitely need a creative outlet. That's kind of the summary of the, that yeah, last absolutely. group. Well, and when we think of Virgo and Taurus, we get a lot of like nature. We get a lot of the nature from the Taurus and we get a lot of the food from the Virgo. So again, they could be very inclined to go more holistic routes, oh. you know, find a lot of therapy being out in... You know, uh, nurses in generally are oftentimes just very simply sixth house oftentimes is associated with those people who are going to take care of the sick. Yeah. Right. So we have that kind of official, okay, a nurse. Then we have a whole category of people who just look after, look after their neighbor, mm. you know, pick up their newspaper, check and see if they need anything at the grocery store, you know. So that whole sixth house does play into that idea of um, wanting to heal people. And so when you said the nature part of it, yeah, they could be uh, taking people out into nature. Right. Absolutely. Um, Next, let's talk about, I think we've talked about some of these things, but just a few more things to describe Virgos before we get into some of the celebrities. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've talked about a lot of this, but... We did. We have touched on it. um, Because Virgo is ruled by Mercury, we've talked about that it supports language, spelling vocabulary vo- yeah right everything we need to communicate and, and, clearly. and we might think oh like a sat vocabulary test no i'm talking about street language as well so you can have some virgos who are hip with what the street language is mm-hmm. new words they're very much into vocabulary for the even from the hip side to the very traditional sat test okay. side of things so maybe let's just talk about beyonce yeah, um, yeah. She's a famous Virgo. I think a lot of times she's mistaken for a Leo just because of her presence. Right. One would maybe think so. Yeah. Um, but you were telling me that she there's a lot of confusion or controversy around who writes her lyrics. Yeah. I, I would say, don't you agree, her lyrics are strong. Absolutely. You know, I mean, she... Some words, you just get into the melody, and I don't even know the words. Right. You know okay. what I mean? I'm just making words up as I'm singing. But hers, they have more, they seem to have more, uh, there always seems to be a message or a story, as as in other people as well. But um, she favors uh, communal writing. When she, certainly at the beginning, there was a lot of communal, meaning you're in a group of, let's say, five or six, and or you're passing lyrics around and having people add or subtract or things like that. So in the end... Okay, who gets the credit? It's a very Virgo thing. 
Like, you know, how can I improve what you just wrote? Yes. How can I edit yes. and change what you just <gasps> that's did? A good, that's a great observation, yeah. And so then there became issues, and you can read about it. You know, go online, certainly a lot of controversy, heart feelings, hard feelings that someone didn't get credit for what they contributed to her songs. Okay. And then I do think she does write some herself as well. But the point is it's interesting, being a Virgo, that now there's this controversy about whose words are you singing, Yeah. right? Well, I just love that she does it in a very Virgo way. She just sets it up. Everyone can be their own Virgo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good way of putting it. Um, we yeah. also have Stephen King, who yeah, um, Virgo. is a Virgo. You know, we oftentimes think of Virgo. The old-fashioned thing is, oh, they're prudish. Oh, they're easily yeah. offended. Oh, Stephen King, what's he writing about, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's, the re- he's really yeah. going into that mindset. What your fears? What are your greatest fears? So you can hear a lot of Twelfth House. If you know astrology, a lot of 12th house energy he brings into his. And that's a Virgo, very capable of doing that. Absolutely. Um, to just clarify that, the 6th house that we've been talking about is opposes the 12th house. So that's yes. where that 12th house um, comes in. And then I didn't want to bring up to what you just said about they're known to be like prudish or, mm-hmm. you know, and that comes because the Virgo is depicted oftentimes by the Virgin. Yes, oh, that's a whole story about that, isn't it? That, uh, uh, again, just in a nutshell, the from a historical, big historical perspective, uh, a lot of religions had some effect on changing that image over. It it used to be uh, prior to Christianity, uh, more associated with a woman who saw herself as superior, as above, or was picky or choosy about the men or the relationship she was going to be associated with. So she turned a lot of people away. Mm-hmm. So therefore she was, oh, she's on a pedestal of some sort. She has put herself on a pedestal. And I'm saying she could be he as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People not good enough for them. Well, at some point, um, this image was very sexually progressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when, uh, you know, Catholicism mainly came in uh, strong, then they turned that into a virginal energy yeah. to kind of align her with, you know, the Virgin Mary and things of th- those images. Yeah. So it, it evolved. But underneath, generally, Virgos, Virgo women, I would say, are much more uh, sexually uh, progressive mm-hmm. and I would say that they are uh, become sensitive over time when they as they finally wake up and realize to the level of their smartness yeah yeah so I mean I think that ex- explanation you just gave gave a lot of insight as to where does that editing come from where does that perfection come from again it it was just they have a, a standard that's set um, I think what's interesting is like when clients that maybe are not Virgos go through some sixth house energy. Yes. That is one of our interpretations that we do feel like they become more superior than those around them. So whether that's in the work environment where, you know, you've tolerated this work environment, it's been fine. And then something starts transiting the sixth house in your chart and you think, oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. I deserve something better than this. And at least everyone else going, well, what just happened here? It makes everyone else feel like, oh, are we, you know, what are we doing? Yeah. So even maybe something like that, if you had your Venus sitting there in Virgo. Oh yeah. With the Venus, the planet of love and beauty in, in Virgo, you might be thinking, well, this sounds a lot like me, even though I'm not a Virgo, but you might have very high standards. Yes, it is fun to watch big planets, the heavier planets, Saturn, Uranus, 
Pluto hit that sixth house because uh, for any sign, because oftentimes the women now realize, oh my gosh, in the workplace, mm -hmm. they realize I'm smarter than my boss. Oh my gosh, I'm smarter than the person that I'm reporting to. Yeah. And then they, it starts changing them. It empowers them. And oftentimes they exit to find the, the, their proper, you know, yeah. a better fit for them. Yeah. Um, Virgos can be very generous. I think they like to share their ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a, a good friend, a Virgo, and you know, I know as long as I've known her, she always she's always talking about writing checks, writing checks for you know nonprofits, wherever whatever the topic may be, but health, mm -hmm. uh, animals, you know. So you know, it's a lovely quality. Yeah. Um, we talked about Virgos focusing on food, so we do have to just throw Rachel Ray in. Yes. <laughs> that. Um, they, they might be particularly knowledgeable about chemistry, the way things mix, the way things combine. Yeah, Katie Lee, she's very popular right now. Yep. Uh, Mar Mar Mario Patali. Uh, these are just, and Michael Simon, he's got a TV series on now as well. So very focused on food. Well, it makes sense. They're into health. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we've been told over and over, you know, food is the biggest medicine. Absolutely. <laughs> or poison, <laughs> right, whichever right. it is. Um, we would suggest that Virgos are very concerned about their rights, about others' rights. I feel like I can always hear Virgo say, like, that's not, that's not right. Or that's, that's not right. That's not fair. <laughs> right? right. That they're very concerned about the treatment of about people. About policies, yeah. how they're written, the verbiage that's used, the, non the exclusion. They don't spell things out. No, uh, Probably some of our biggest, uh, and, and again, we have it, some of our suffragettes, you know, were very much Virgos, the idea of fighting for rights. Fighting for, again, who come back with this humanitarian energy. Yep. So if you have um, a Virgo child. Yeah. Um, or maybe friend, partner. Mm -hmm. Just a few bullet points just kind of summarize. What yeah, things we... that we don't, you don't think about. You yep. would never guess. Yep. Um, they're probably way more competitive than you realize. Yeah. I think they can come off, you know, a little blasé about things. Well, they're humanitarian, so yeah. on some level, let's all play nice together type of thing. Yeah. I think they can be very competitive. They can be far more competitive than you realize. And that might just, you know, surprise you. But, boy, if you're raising a child that way, it might be very important for them to win at something. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, they will fact check you. Fact <laughs> Fact check you. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a story I know of someone who, you know, had a, a, a Virgo child, a teenager, mm -hmm. you know, and she goes continually, they walk out of the room, come back in, and there they have it. No, mom, this is it. This is what yep. it is. You know, they fact checked you. Yep. So with that, they might be too honest, you know, with their constructive criticism. Right. You know, if you want to know what's really going on or what someone really thinks of you, you might... You might inquire with an, a Virgo. <laughs> if Yes, yes. If you want to say, how can I make this look better? Or, what do you think? You know, you're going to get something and it might be, it might be, it could be hurtful because right. it may be something like, I don't know, you need to get rid of those shoes, get rid of that, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I think they have the purest intentions and I think they're really trying to help those that they care about. So again, I, it's done. It's done from the heart. It is, it is. But again, I think it's, that's kind of hard to find nowadays. Well, that's true too. Yeah. So just white, everyone can whitewash everything pretty easily. Right. <laughs> well, and I think the other thing is that, um, you know, they're storytellers. 
Virgo tells a story, and they're very inclined to tell a story of how it happened, mm-hmm. real, real events, yep. and they will tell you line by line. Right. Or, so you know, they'll give you a lot of detail about the story. So remember, like in school, they would like give you a paragraph to read, oh. and then you'd have to cross out the information that didn't necessarily contribute to the story. Oh, yes. So like uh, that could be a Virgo, like where they tell you a lot of things prior to the main piece of the story. They set it up. They, they set, set up, up the story. Exactly. Yeah. Again, uh, we have screenwriters, a lot of Virgos as well, who can think that way, that they can write, okay, it's a dark, moody night, you know, the rain just stopped one hour ago, you know, the streetlights are on. You know, they set the the setting. Mm -hmm. That's very, you know, Virgo-like. Yeah, which for movies or books is great. Oh, my gosh. I think in everyday life you might be thinking, wait, trying to follow along, like, okay, wait, what's, (laughs) what are we getting at? What's happening here? Right, exactly, exactly. I spoke earlier about some uh, women's rights uh, suffragette. Margaret Sanger, who was obviously very key as she really uh, fought. In fact, she coined the term birth control. She coined it, you know, uh, and she, you know, wrote about reproductive rights. And she was, I mean, she was born in 1879. Just to give you, you know, Virgo, already talking about women's rights. Or, you know, so very, uh, very much a feminist and an activist. That's, that is a Virgo. We have another one, Mother Teresa, born in 1910. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you think about that virgin, you know, that mother, Mother Mary type, you know, and you think Mother Teresa, Mm -hmm. I would think maybe one of the greatest humanitarians. Yeah. Um, dedicated her life to, I, I don't know, I feel like maybe some stuff came out after she passed away, but that's how she's been portrayed. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the interesting things about Mother Teresa is that she was only focused on food and shelter. Food and shelter were her two things. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a big education. She wasn't things. And again, that, I'm, this is no criticism. Right? <laughs> she did a lot of work. You could have done you know, more. You know, no, yeah. Yeah shelter so she really went to the very basic human rights that mm-hmm. i should have a head something over my head and some food in my stomach and that's just interesting that she wasn't there to liberate people True. she wasn't there to get them to get to school and get educated she really got very very again very basics in yeah. you know human survival yeah um i'd like to point out just pink's quote pink oh. um is also a virgo uh, one of her famous quotes, I like to analyze and over-process. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And more of a current example, think of Bernie Sanders. If Bernie Sanders is the ultimate Virgo representative, yeah. he, does, he, he is of the people. Right. For it's, the people. What, what do the people need? He's, you know, and again, he takes some criticism over this. He puts a lot of focus on programs that can get money out to people of every economic level. Uh, but there we go. Uh, the cause. The cause is there. Yeah. Um, let's just end with a few things. If you're Virgo listening, yes. um, what you're going through, um, you can find most of these in other episodes, but in case you're just tuning in to hear right. about um, yourself or your loved one today, um, what, where do we want to start with? Where? I'm well, I think we should start immediately with Mars is in Virgo right now. Okay. Yeah. And generally that only lasts for a couple of months, but again, it's been there uh, since the end of July, July 29th, technically, and through the middle of September. So again, that would generally put a lot of uh, maybe pressure on the physicality 
of Virgos. So again, it would make sense if you're saying, oh my gosh, I have pain, I have an infection, something. Now, again, we're not talking disease here necessarily. but but you could just feel like you've been beat up. Yeah. Yes, your body may be showing signs of weakness and you may be tending to that, whether whatever that might mean, going to the doctor or, oh my God, I can't get out of bed right now because I've got something going on. So just be aware you're under duress. This would only occur every couple of years. So again, it's not something we get common. On the other side of it, now I'm going to swing. And this is the part of astrology that nobody likes because I've said, oh, you may feel like a pain. I'm Mm -hmm. this. Other side of it is maybe you're being very strenuous really pushing your body right not giving it a break i hope you can understand those two stories intertwine with each other at some point it's the extremes <laughs> it's the extreme but i could push myself so much that oh my god my body is aching depending upon your storyline you may still have to work through it but you yeah. really want to collapse <laughs> right and rest yeah yeah, so Mars would be a good, Mars um, entering Virgo could be a good one for you getting into the gym, starting to build muscle. Could also give you just like a streak of passion that makes you act out. Um, yes. For good or bad. It could give you courage. Yeah, courage. It could give you a lot of courage to, okay, I'm calling them. I'm, I'm reporting this. Yeah, right. I'm doing, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we can also talk about Saturn. I know we've been talking about this for about a year and a half now, but mm-hmm. Saturn's in your solar sixth house, which is how you work, how you serve. Right. Yeah. No, it's um, uh, particularly since December of 2020. Okay. It's really yeah. kicked into that work environment. So the idea of healthcare comes back up again, more focus on the physical body, more focus on your mental, emotional needs. Uh, and again, uh, work redefining how you work. Right. How many hours you're going to work, who are you going to work for? Oh, do I want to work for myself? All those topics are on up for Virgos right now. Right, right. Um, do we want to talk about Pluto trining the sun? Well, they, you know, they've had a number of nice things going on. Even though we just kind of focused on two areas, they might have been particularly focused on. Uh, I do think that. How do I want to say it? Sometimes you look at your life and go, "What has happened?" Why is everything changing? Why have I, I, how, what did I do? What did I say? How did this happen? I mean, I do it sometimes going yeah. like, how did I get here? Right. You know, <laughs> the series of circumstances that kind of just start nudging you. These are some very favorable ones. Yeah. Uh, Pluto's been trining. Um, uh, Saturn's been trining their suns. So that generally means it's a time for building. It's a time to be getting stronger. Mm-hmm. overall. So I don't have a lot of challenging. I'm not putting throwing a lot of roadblocks in the way of Virgo. Right. But there's, I mean, with Pluto, we have to talk about the transformation side of it. So again, look kind of to what you said, but looking back, like how much has changed because it's trining, it should be a lot easier than if we said, oh, Pluto's conjuncting. Oh, yeah. the trining is supportive, meaning, yeah. you know, giving you uh, ways to improve yourself, becoming more knowledgeable, you know, just feeling more comfortable, like, oh, even I you give the example of the COVID thing. You might go, well, you know, my life's been okay. I, I Maybe my life's been okay, you know, during that time period. Maybe I was lucky. Maybe something worked my way. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that wraps up our talk today on Virgo. Um, did you want to throw in just a little astrology for the 
USA. You know what, just because we're talking Virgo and sixth house, I thought it's interesting. Uh, Uranus is going to retrograde. We spoke about this, correct? And, um, you know, with the U.S. chart, it is in the sixth house. Well, sixth house. Oh, that's Virgo. That's what we've been talking about. That's what we just talked about today. Okay. And Uranus going stationary retrograde um, would say, you know, what's important and what no longer is important? What to hold on to? And what is it time to let go of? And I say that kind of with a sad heart as I saw the headlines this morning of what's happening in Kabul and about, you know, humans clinging on to cargo planes as Mm -hmm. they go to take off and in desperation to, as the U.S. pulls out. And so, again, no politics here, just just from a pure humanitarian observation. Some people are saying, oh, we no longer value that. That's Mm -hmm. no longer important to us, you know. And, of course, some people will say, oh, my God, that's so important. We shouldn't have let go. So, again, that side of it, but it is that discriminating time for a decision. Right. You know, what are we going to let go of and what are we going to hold on to? Yeah, and if you listen to the whole talk last week on Uranus, Uranus is very unexpected. It's mm-hmm. yes. chaotic. It's not necessarily the next logical step, like, oh, wait, why did that happen? Or Right, I didn't, didn't see that didn't, coming three months ago, right? right. So um, it definitely describes what, um, you know, what the plan, the... The well, elements of the see, planet. Yeah, this is the United States charge. We see the United States obviously having made a huge choice. Yeah, that, that, you know, choice. Uh, and hopefully we would assume in their best interest, but again, maybe not. You know, we'll find that out in the future. But uh, well, uh, again, it, very sad images this morning. Right. And we are about almost exactly by the time they hear this six months out from our Pluto return of the USA. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And so. that that's... That's a whole nother deep topic. <laughs> it is. But I do think one of the things that comes up around Pluto return is the idea of war, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I know that you and I don't like to necessarily go uh, directly to that. We've been talking about some of the other ways that we've already seen the country, you know, bring up stuff from our past, start acknowledging our history, start maybe breaking mm-hmm. down some of the structures, um, what's right, what's not. Um, but it, it, we just have to acknowledge that with with what we're coming up on. Yes, exactly. So it's, it's one step of it. But again, we've spoken about go back and listen to Uranus retrograde for all of us individually. Mm-hmm. It's happening somewhere in your chart. And again, it'd be a very safe area, particularly if it's ha- handling landing in that sixth house of your own chart. It's the idea of, okay, wh- what to keep and what to separate from. Absolutely. So that concludes our talk today um, on Virgo. We hope that you learned something about yourself or your loved ones, and we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our website at the katewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.